create costly issues and problems later, call today at 353-5053. That's 353-5053. Harbin Lumber Company. All they need is an opportunity. They will earn the rest. I've told you before and I'll tell you again. If you or a loved one is a victim of medical malpractice, I encourage you to call Parham Smith and Archinold Attorneys at Law. Medical malpractice is what they do. It's what they're known for, and they're known as the best. They've handled some of the largest medical malpractice cases in the upstate. It costs you nothing to talk with them, and you only pay if there's a settlement or a verdict. Call 242-9008 and speak with Parham Smith and Archinold. Whether you're a sole proprietor or your company employs several hundred people, Kiwi Financial Group advises on small group retirement plans and insurance benefits. Whether you are looking to start a plan or if you already have a plan, the independent advisors at Kiwi Financial Group will do a comprehensive review of your small group needs and recommend your best options. Discover successful employee benefit strategies with Kiwi Financial Group in Clemson. Call them today at 654-5043. It's time for the Mark Childress Show on 105.5 The Roar. Sports from a different angle with national guests and exclusive player and coach interviews. And now, Mark Childress. It's the Mark Childress Show, Season 2, Episode 1. Thank you all for being here with me this evening. Brand new season, brand new time slot. I am now Wednesday nights from 7 to 9. Should be here all year, so uh, thanks for joining me and hanging out with me. Hey, new season, I got to go big, right? You got to start with a splash when you're in Season 2, right? You left a cliffhanger at Season 1. We'll start with something big in Season 2, none other than the ACC Network's superstar, Eric McLean. Eric, what's going on, man? Mark, let's go, brother. Season two. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm also ready for a big, uh, a big ball game down in New Orleans here in just a, uh, a couple of days. But, uh, Eric, I've actually been dying to talk to you. I want to look back a little bit to the Ohio State game. One of the most physical football games in college that I think I've ever seen. Do you recall what was like the most physical game you played in when you were a Tiger? Man, I tell you what, it, it took me back to... Uh really 2012 when we played LSU uh, in the Chick-fil-A uh, Peach Bowl there. It was it was a dog fight. That, that whole defense, I'm pretty sure, got drafted in the first two or three rounds. It, it, was, it was a fight the entire game, and that's exactly what it looked like uh, this past Saturday, the Tigers and the Buckeyes. And, uh, man, what a physical bout. Uh, it was awesome to see uh, the Clemson Tigers face adversity that they – hadn't seen in quite some time being down 16 points um, and to rally back to the remarkable finish that they did uh, was truly amazing to watch yeah I completely agree with you Uh, when you're down in the trenches uh, like you were on the offensive line for Clemson how early in the game do you know that you're going to be in for a rock fight from a physical perspective with either a player or a team Uh, usually you you have an idea when you're watching the guys on film but you know for sure that, that first snap of the game. I, I tell you what, man, because normally uh, we, we would like to open up with some type of run play uh, where, where you're just, you know, you're testing the waters and you're seeing how the guys are in front of you. And, and you, you normally knew from that first snap. 
Interesting stuff. So, uh, Eric, I also had another question I wanted to ask you. And, again, we're hanging out with Eric McLean from the ACC Network. Clemson kind of sat on that pop pass to Travis Etienne that they used at the very end of the game, right? They, they saved it. They were waiting for the right moment to use it to be able to get the maximum potential for it. When you were in the trenches, when you were playing for Clemson, did you have any kind of feel about when a play call came in? Like, oh, my gosh, we got him here. Or we've been setting this up all game. Are you just focused on blocking your guy and keeping your quarterback alive? I think the older you get, the more in tune that you are with uh, the, the offense, the game plan, when you when you really have a grasp for it. And some guys obviously can pick that up from a very young age. But normally it's, it's by your – you know, second or third year to where you, you kind of can anticipate where your offense is going to go. So there's no doubt that I'm sure as soon as they saw the look that they wanted uh, where, where when they're on a certain spot on the field, I bet all those guys were just licking their chops knowing, or knowing what, what was about to happen. And, and there's no doubt, you know, when I played, we would get to certain spots on the field. You'd look up and see the, the type of coverage or, or defensive front that they were showing. And you kind of knew that, hey, this, this is it. We've been practicing this, you know, all week. We finally get a running. Interesting stuff. Again, talking with Eric McLean from the ACC Network. Um, Eric, as you look forward now, we start uh, talking about LSU. What are some of the keys that you have to the ball game? All I'm hearing when I turn on the radio for the most part, unless I'm watching the folks on the ACC Network like you, is LSU's unstoppable. Joe Burrow, best quarterback ever in college football. Is LSU the best team ever in college football? It seems very close to a lot of the things they were saying about the Alabama squad last year. Hey, it really does. It's almost an I, I exact identity swap, man. I tell you what, all the the stuff that I've heard from, from outside media members and, and different things was, you know, it's, it's the same type of, of things that we heard last year. You know, I think when you when you talk about keys to the game and, and when you look at the, the defensive side of the ball, we'll start, we'll start there for Clemson going against, you know, one of the best uh, offenses in the country with LSU and what they've been able to do. Uh, really an X factor that I have for, for the defense is can you apply pressure on Joe Burrow with just your D-line, whether that's a three-man yep. front, a four-man front, or do you have to lose guys in coverage? Because that's something that you really don't want to do unless you, you're planning to or that you you have to. Uh, it's something that, that you want to avoid because they are, again, so good at, at throwing the ball. They, they find the unbelievable windows. So the more guys you can keep in coverage, obviously the better chance you have there. So I think when you see that, uh, that's going to be an X factor. Can the Clemson defensive front get after Joe Burrow, similar to what Auburn did? Uh, the second thing is, is how are you going to present your blitzes when, when you're when you yep. decide to blitz? Or are you going to just show your guys? Are you going to walk them up and, and whoever's up is who's coming? Because if that's the case, Joe Burrow's going to pick you apart. He, he's a guy that prepares so well, and, and I've heard Herb Keith say this numerous times. He studies more than, than any uh, you know guy that he's run across in the college, collegiate ranks. He, he's a guy that lives it, breathes it, loves it football his job and, and he's going to know so coach Venables is, is going to do a great job I know of, of disguising his blitzes showing that he's coming one way but then coming the exact opposite so that's going to be uh, the second key of the game the third key is you know putting guys in, in position to win uh, and when I say that I mean LSU is going to try to exploit uh, their slot receiver especially Justin Jefferson versus the Clemson safeties when you look at what Justin Jefferson was able to do in the semifinal, he just casually went off for four touchdowns in the first half. It was a remarkable <laughs> performance. And then you look at, at Tanner Muse and Nolan Turner, 
Uh, two guys who have had unbelievable seasons. Tanner Muse name All-American on a couple of different accounts. But these last couple of games in Virginia uh, and Ohio State, they've been a little susceptible to some double moves. So you've seen them get beat for touchdowns there. I think what Clemson did to kind of correct that or kind of their answer to that question is running a 3-2-6. And what that means is when you have three down linemen, you have your two stud linebackers, and you have big old Isaiah Simmons. Uh, six foot three, two hundred and thirty pounds, just roaming in the middle of the field and, and back at safety. And I think when when they ran that defense, man, they they just looked like a different beast. We haven't really seen them do that all year, uh, and I, I think that's going to be a good twist uh, for LSU to go up against. Incredible stuff and some great analysis from uh, Eric McLean, of course, from the ACC Network. Eric, I saw that you can watch the uh, national championship game on the ACC Network and pipe in the radio call from Don Munson and the gang, which is absolutely the way that you should consume it, in my opinion. And then also you guys are doing the huddle before the game and after the game, right? So you've got a lot of stuff to do on uh, game day also. Your channel should not change from the ACC Network at all Saturday. We're going to have all kinds of, of analysis, of, of tapes, uh, some really creative stuff, or Monday, excuse me, that we have going on uh, from Packer and Durham in the morning all the way up to, to our show pregame. And then, uh, the, like you said, the homegrown radio call is going to be awesome. Uh, our guy, uh, Don Munson, is going to do a fantastic job. And it's a really cool way uh, to watch the game with a familiar voice. Uh, and then we'll be there for postgame as well. So it's going to be a ton of analysis on ACC Network that you're not going to want to miss. And, Eric, do you get to stay on the field during the game? Like, did you watch the Ohio State game from the field the whole time? Do you go up to the press box and come back? What's your uh, game day experience like for that? Man, I stay right on the five-yard line and do not move. It's the best seat in the house. <laughs> Everything that happens, uh, it, it's a really cool way to watch a game, and, and I'll be right there again for, for this one. And, and really, it's just when you're that low, you can see so many different things that – that are happening that it's a really cool vantage point so not only am am i excited number one just being a fan of college football to to be that close and personal uh but again afterwards with the shows that we have going on it's going to be a great monday hey be honest man do you miss it do you want to be out there when you're down on the field watching (laughs) i didn't this past one but maybe for this one this this one for all the marbles, I might start itching and want to go put on a helmet. Interesting. So, man, you're such a professional now at such a high rank that you, you've separated from the game now. Is that what it is, so, since you don't miss it anymore? Uh, That's not, actually good that you don't miss it because that'd be hard. <laughs> yeah, no it doubt. Would, it would, but, you know, we're still close enough to where we get a little taste of the Very good. Hey, uh, Eric, before we let you get out of here, can you make a prediction on this show? Do you have to wait until the huddle right before the ball game? I don't know how that works. If, it, if I'm putting you on the spot and you can't predict right now, don't. But uh, if you can, I'd love to hear it. You know, I, I definitely think that Clemson is going to find a way to win. I think that they are you know, not going to stop Joe Burrow in any means. I think they will be able to slow down the offense a little bit. Uh, but I think it's going to be fireworks. I'm not sure on my, on my score yet, but you know, I'm thinking low 40s to mid 30s. It's going to be a, a really fun game to watch. That'll be great stuff. Uh, Eric, man, always a pleasure to talk to you. I am coming down to New Orleans to do uh, the radio uh, pregame show, Tiger Tailgate show, so I'll come find you uh, in that mass of humanity after the ball game, and uh, hopefully we'll be celebrating together. No doubt about it, man. I look forward to it. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, That's Eric McLean, of course, from the ACC Network. So great to hear from him always. Let me tell you something. Eric was on the uh, Tiger Tailgate show with me last year. 
And his predictions were right. He was right every single week. I remember going to him before the uh, game against Alabama at the uh, end of the season last year. We're doing our predictions right at the end of the Tiger Tailgate show, and Eric is standing there, and he was out on the field there. We were back in uh, Greenville doing the show, and I'm like, Eric, what's going to happen? He's like, blowout city. And my heart dropped because I'm thinking, oh, no, he thinks Alabama's going to blow out Clemson. He's like, Clemson's going to roll in this thing. I'm telling you right now. He was the only person I heard anywhere nationally say it. And he was dead on. So if he's got a good feeling about the ball game, I think that's going to be a good thing for uh, everybody. And again, always a pleasure to have uh, Eric McLean from the ACC Network joining us. All right. So uh, I didn't get a proper opportunity to set the table because I wanted to get right to Eric at the beginning of the show. But thanks so much for jumping on the Mark Childress Show. We are simulcast here. So we are on the roar on the radio side. So if you're listening in your car, on the app, on an Internet browser, feel free to jump on over to the Roar's Facebook page. I actually uh, do this show in Greenville, South Carolina at the Pronk Studios. So you can participate on the video side, leave comments. There's a bunch of Facebook comments that are already rolling in. Or you can listen on the radio side as well. Either way works. Just want to let you know that it would both be there. And again, I'm super excited because I'm back for season two of the Mark Childress Show. This is episode one of season two, episode number 36 overall. And it's a new time slot for me. So I'll be here Wednesdays from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock. All season long. So excited to be able to hang out and spend some time with you guys. We've got some other good guests coming up this show. Uh, Morgan Thomas is going to be joining us later on this hour. In hour number two, we've got Joseph Talbert from Clemson Pros on Twitter. He's going to catch us up on all things Clemson and the NFL. Austin Pendergist at AP13 on Twitter might know more about Clemson uniforms and some random Clemson trivia than anybody I know. So he's going to join us as well. And then, of course, from the 4th and 16 podcast, Ellis Tolbert will join us in number uh, hour number two also. So we have plenty of stuff there. I'll have open phone lines on and off during the show as well, 654-7627. If you want to get in, I'd love to hear your thoughts, your predictions on next Monday. I think it's going to be an interesting ball game. And I, and I took some notes when uh, a smart guy like Eric McLean is talking, right? I want to uh, take some notes on what he had to say. Justin Jefferson for LSU exploiting the safeties. Can Clemson pressure... You know, Joe Burrow with just three rushers, and he expects Clemson to come out in some type of 3-2-6, maybe a 3-1-7 like Auburn ran. Maybe there's some hybrid thing that that Brent Venables is just going to come up with and create. It's going to be some interesting looks for Joe Burrow that I don't know if he's seen all season long. So those were kind of the keys from him. I'll share my keys as we go across uh, the game, but I'm going to get the first one out of the way first because I don't like talking about it out loud. I'm just going to say it. We're going to move on for it. There's no jinx associated with this. It is what it is. Larry Williams wrote an article this week, and I'd already been talking about this uh, to some of my friends and on some of the other shows that I'm on. This is what Larry wrote here. I pulled the very beginning of this, and he's, of course, is at Tiger Illustrated, and uh, that is paid content. I only grabbed the first two paragraphs, Larry, so going over to Tiger Illustrated, if you're not a subscriber, you absolutely should be. Um, Basically... Trevor Lawrence has not thrown an interception since October 19th against Louisville, where he threw those last two. Since then, his passing numbers, 146 for 202, 2,131 yards, 25 touchdowns, and zero interceptions. He also holds the record for most consecutive passes without an interception in Clemson history, current active longest streak in college football as well. So you might have known about the interceptions. This is what Larry said. But did you know that a Clemson starter has not committed a turnover at all since that day? The only turnover that Clemson has since October 19th, do you remember? 
Anybody remember out there? Chase Bryce threw a late interception against Wake Forest. Clemson was up 42 points at the time. Folks, we go all the way back to October the 19th. There has been one turnover by Clemson. One. And again, not all turnovers are mistakes, right? Sometimes you just get an unlucky bounce of the football. Sometimes the ball hits a guy in the hands and he juggles it just a tad and something goofy happens and it lands with somebody else. That's uh, really concern number one for me, for Clemson, is your number's got to come up on the turnover side at some point. And again, Trevor Lawrence doesn't necessarily have to throw a bad pass for it to end up being a turnover. A little bit worried that the number's got to come up at some point. Could it come up in the national title game and dig a hole for Clemson that they might have to come out of? Again, I wanted to say this early in the show. I wanted to get it out of the way. So not to worry about it anymore. That's one of my concerns. We'll talk about some other stuff coming up. All right, coming up next segment we will have from the Morgan Thomas Show. Morgan Thomas will be joining us. We'll also continue talking about the big Clemson-LSU matchup just five days away from right now. We'll be watching pregame just about getting ready for kickoff for that one. This is the Mark Childress Show. William Nichols from Scores Jewelers. You know, I'm very fortunate to work in an industry that's almost entirely focused on celebrating life's good times and milestones. Like the anniversary highlighting 5, 10, 15 years or more spent with your best friend, birthdays and Christmases, and maybe the biggest day of all, the marriage of two people. Her engagement ring is more than just a diamond and a piece of gold. On the day it's given as a gift, it becomes a meaningful symbol marking the start of your new life together. In a few years, you won't remember the price tag on her engagement ring, but you will remember that look on her face when you open the box. That moment of sheer joy and excitement that says so many things to her that you could never express in words. This is the true value of a ring. The reason these things are handed down from one generation to the next. She's the one. Show her with the ring from Scores Jewelers. We'll help you find or make the perfect ring that says everything you want to say the moment you open the box for her. I'm William Nichols of Scores Jewelers and Anderson and online at scoresdiamondjewelers.com, and I want to be your jeweler. Have you ever looked at your carpet after a cleaning and thought, man, what is that gunk and residue they left behind? Do you worry about the harsh chemicals that cleaning companies use that could harm your loved ones? Well, worry no more. Zero Res is the standout carpet cleaner brand you can count on. Their patented no-residue cleaning system leaves no man behind on your beautiful home. Call today at 864-588-7300. Zero Res. Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. 
The time has come for you to get your new South Carolina driver's license or ID. Visit scdmvonline.com to learn more about Real ID and what you need to buy your new license today. You may even be eligible to buy your new Real ID online and avoid an SCDMV branch altogether. Gather all required documents now and buy your Real ID with Gold Star at any SCDMV office in the state. Make sure your ID will get you on an airplane or into a federal building before it's too late. Visit scdmvonline.com and make the switch today. It's almost here. It is a new year, 2020, March 14th. That's the day I'm talking about. It's Seneca's Half Marathon and 5K brought to you by no other than Henry Ramirez and all the gang at Upstate Medical Associates. And this year, it's going to be a huge success. And it's really great, too, because we've got some great swag. Just for signing up, $25 in advance for the 5K and $50 in advance for the Half Marathon. Now, you're going to get a nice jacket, a visor, a tote bag, and just for finishing the 5K, you're going to get a medal this year. So it's going to be really, really terrific. Sign up today, make a commitment, and come on out and join us on March the 14th, starting at 8 o'clock. Now, We'll have some great prizes beforehand. Julian Davis will be there giving away some great cash prizes at the beginning of the race. Bradley's Jewelers got some jewelry to give away. And we've got great food from 313 Cafe. Now, if you want to know more information, check out our website at www.seneca.sc.us and commit yourself today to Seneca's Half Marathon and 5K. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider, from the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles. Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of our roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 26 David Green and the professionals at Green Law Firm understand your rights when it comes to any issue with the IRS. The IRS has instituted the Fresh Start program, and David Green knows how to use the Fresh Start program to your best advantage. The Green Law Firm can't change your past, but they can certainly change your future. For a free strategy session, call the Green Law Firm at 271-7940 or go online at greenlaw.legal. That's greenlaw.legal. This year's resolution will work because you won't be alone. The Health Dare is here to help you succeed. No more gym workouts, starvation diets, or drops under the tongue. Just real, sustainable results. We guarantee you'll reverse the symptoms of type 2 diabetes, sleep apnea, high blood pressure, lose weight, and gain energy the easy way. And for the month of January, the second person is free. Because at the Health Dare, we don't want you to do anything alone. Rogers offers metformin, CPAP machine, and blood pressure meds. And you can be too. Go to idareme.com or call 1-877-IDARE-ME. I dare you. And now back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 1055 The Roar. Children's Show. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this evening. Later on in this segment from the Morgan Thomas Show, we'll have Morgan Thomas jumping on board. And remember, show is simulcast 
on the radio side and on the Facebook side. So if you're listening on your radio, you want to check out uh, the video piece of the show, please go on over to the Roar's Facebook page. Tons of people watching, lots of great comments and questions tonight. That's the easiest way to interface with the show and uh, jump on over there. Hey, if you want to jump on the phone lines as well, 654-7627. Could possibly squeeze in a call or two here before uh, Morgan jumps on with us. Uh, one of the questions uh, that has been coming through, this is from Brad Moore over on the Facebook side. A lot has been discussed about our defense, but what about our offense against their talented defensive backs? Ohio State shut down our wide receivers down for the most part, and we struggled getting separation. Um, some interesting points there. So let's talk about the Ohio State game first. Uh, I really think losing T. Higgins early in that ball game completely changed the dynamic of the game, right? Because you could take their uh, you could take their best uh, Okuna, their best defensive back, and then put him to neutralize Justin Ross. So again, Okuna on uh, Higgins would have been a heck of a matchup, and Ross could have probably run a little bit more free. But when you took Higgins out and then Ross got banged up, I realized Clemson wasn't getting great separation uh, with the wide receivers, but I felt like if you'd have had a fully healthy T. Higgins and a fully healthy Justin Ross, that that might have been different uh, aspect of the game. I mean, we haven't seen anybody shut Higgins and Ross down really all season or even last year. I don't know why that would have happened against Ohio State, who had a great secondary. Now, people also asking about LSU's secondary. Very talented. Lots of four stars and five stars back there. The numbers have not been great this year. They do have some guys, I think, that are going to go very highly drafted in the NFL, but they haven't been necessarily playing up to their potential all season long. I mean, there were games where this LSU defense got torched and got torched late in ball games. I think one of the biggest differences between LSU's defense and Clemson's defense is Clemson is rotating a lot more guys in than LSU. And if you look back at some of the games during the season when LSU was really getting carved up on defense, it was in the fourth quarter of ball games where I think their defense was getting tired out. If you think back to the LSU-Alabama game, Alabama made their big run in the fourth quarter. I think Alabama scored 21, either 20 or 21 points in the fourth quarter and a couple of big plays. I think LSU's defense just ran out of gas. They don't play as many people as, uh, as Clemson plays. So I think that could be a really big, interesting uh, thing to look at. Do they have great defensive backs on paper? Yes. Have their defensive backs and their secondary played great this season? Some. But they've also gotten carved up a lot this season as well. So obviously, if they can kind of outplay the way they've been playing so far this year, they've got a much better chance. I just think they're going to have a hard time stopping Clemson, who uh, I think is going to be in a really good uh, groove on offense. If you've got Higgins back and you've got Ross back and you can keep them healthy, it's going to be a, that's a nightmare matchup for that LSU defense, in my opinion. I think Clemson's going to score a lot of points. We'll get to predictions a little bit uh, later on in the show for sure. So, again, if you want to keep jumping on, uh, making uh, predictions or uh, jump on here uh, with any questions or comments that you have on Facebook, please uh, hit us out. Hit us up, and uh, we'll be able to see. Uh, B.E. Parnum jumping in as well. LSU played one top 25 pass defense all season. That was Alabama. I did score a lot of points against Alabama, but a good chunk of that was on the, on the ground, right? So, interesting. And Jason Moorhead jumping on. What's up, Jason? Jason, producer of the Tiger Tailgate Show. Ross had to move from the field to the boundary for the first time all year. That's a good point. When T went out, even when Ross was healthy, he was playing a position he hadn't played in all year. So, if Clemson can keep those wide receivers healthy, I think things are going to look good, and they're going to be in uh, very good shape. All right, let's go to the phone lines. You know him from the Morgan Thomas Show, which you can see on Facebook Monday nights at 8.30, and you can also hear the replays right here on The Roar every week. Mr. Morgan Thomas. Morgan, what's going on with you, man? 
Hey, nothing much, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Of course, uh, Morgan talked to Eric McLean a little bit earlier, now chatting with you. What are some of the keys that you're kind of keeping your eye on as we go into this big game against LSU? Well, I think that Clemson's going to have success in a lot of the same ways they had success against Ohio State. Uh, I'm looking at Travis Etienne to have another good day receiving. I think that uh, Clemson has found something with him versus their that uh, linebacking core. Um, I, I would say the linebacking core is e- at least even or, or, or a little bit below the skill level of Ohio State. And um, I like to see Travis Etienne get out in space again. That was something that it took them almost all season to get into. Etienne wanted to work on that this year, and I think he has definitely shown uh, the, the scouts from the NFL that, uh, that he is more than capable of being a back that can catch the ball out of the backfield, but I look for him to get out there five yards in front of the offensive line in a pass protection, maybe Trevor Lawrence to pretend or at least bait into a deep ball and uh, with the intention of going to Travis Etienne the entire time and seeing what he can do. I mean, he had two monster catches uh, doing something similar to that, similar to a screen as well. So I look forward to that. I want to see more of that uh, this Monday night. So do I, especially on that turf in the Superdome, right, where everybody's going to be just a little bit faster uh, running on that. Should be good. Hey, we're hanging out with uh, Morgan Thomas from the Morgan Thomas Show. You can see that show on Facebook and YouTube. You're on Periscope now, too, right? You're, you're literally live streaming everywhere. Just go search for the Morgan Thomas Show, and you'll uh, you'll be able to find it. Hey, uh, Morgan, what about concerns for you? I, I kind of – I'm going to go through what I'm concerned about, and I'm going to go through what I'm excited about over the course of my show today. I kind of raised concern number one, which is Clemson's lack of turnover since October 19th. They've only turned the ball over one time. That was a late-game interception by uh, Chase Bryce. It didn't really matter. What are some things that you're worried about for Clemson as you're looking at this matchup? Well, when I look at kind of the last game that they got into, it seemed as if when T. Higgins went out, they really did not have a backup plan on the offense. It seemed like they were kind of struggling to find their identity. There was no one that was willing to step up uh, I wouldn't say willing. I would say there's no one that was capable of stepping up. Overton tried to get into that position and uh, wasn't able to catch a key third down pass to keep the chains moving. That was something that uh-huh. Renfro was so good at, keeping that third down chain moving. The Clemson offense got into third and six or third and longer almost every single drive. And when you don't have the ability to convert, that is going to be a big problem. And you can see what happens is you get down 16 nothing, And you got to figure out, okay, well, what are we going to do? Well, thankfully, halftime, B. Higgins was cleared and came back. It's really been Higgins who stepped into that Hunter Renfro-type role. He's not a slot guy. He's not your typical, you know, shorter Hunter Renfro-type guy. But I want to see uh, E. Higgins stay healthy and stay in the game because I'm concerned that Clemson didn't really seem to have anybody that could step in his shoes. Justin Ross. You know, has gotten gotten used to being able to do his thing um, and being able to exploit defenses with T on the field. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of a I think that's a weakness there where he's kind of leaned on having T so much and, and getting one on ones because T's out there. Uh, that'll be something that Ross will need to figure out going into next year. Um, so really, the wide receiving core, what are they going to do if they're they they don't have the two key guys out there at the same time? 
And then I know a lot of my fans on my show were saying, Amari Rogers was was a ghost until basically that one play. Now, granted, that one play was huge and got him into yeah. field goal range, and Rogers tore off a bunch of yards and broke a tackle like we're always used to. But it'd be nice to see him not have to wait till late in the game to to get his name on the staff board. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it had to rattle. Uh, I'm not saying that the coaching staff got rattled in any way, but it had to throw things off a little bit when I'm sure you had a ton of passes for T. Higgins and a ton of passes for Justin Ross drawn up so early in the game. And to lose T. Higgins, everybody starts moving around. You probably start changing some of the plays that you had scripted out or the ones that you thought you wanted to go to because you've got different personnel in. I wonder if maybe that led to a little bit of why we didn't see much of Amari. But again, we saw him when we had to, man. He had really just about one of the biggest catches of the game on that last drive. So, hey, we're hanging out with uh, Morgan Thomas from the Morgan Thomas Show. You can see his show on Monday nights at 8.30 on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, anywhere uh, that you like to consume your sports content. Um, thoughts on 29-0? and 0? I mean, there's a lot of incredible numbers, uh, Morgan, that are going on right now. And whenever I do the Tiger Tailgate show leading up to the ball games on uh, Saturdays, I like to just kind of go through and reset the table on the amazing things that this Clemson team has uh has already accomplished, right? I mean, the senior class can become the winningest senior class in the history of college football with the win on Monday. You're looking at 30 straight wins if they could win the game on Monday, which would be the longest in ACC history. I mean, you and I could sit here and just trade stats for the next 30 minutes. Yeah, and for me, it it really is just amazing, that culture. You know, I was able to spend Monday morning in uh, or, or visiting with the 10 players on the offense, 10 players on defense during the, the media day that they had in the pra- indoor practice facility. Yep. It just really is, it really was amazing for me to be able to ask questions to these the Clemson players, no matter if they're freshmen or if they're uh, returning, you know, senior or graduate student. These guys all have that same mentality of worry about myself, worry about my fundamentals worry about the very next play. You know, I, I probed them about how did it feel being down. You're not normally used to being down. Not only you talk about 29-0, and 0, but, not, I mean, they really haven't had to play down or play in t- a lot of tough games. Majority of the games have been, you know, uh, multiple score wins. And so uh, leading by multiple scores the, almost the entire game. And so a lot of that has to do with a weaker ACC, as we know a lot of people like to pick on Clemson for that. But uh-huh. a lot of it has to do with just – how much better they are at developing their players and and getting that consistent mindset no matter if they've been on campus for one year or five years these guys are very consistent in how they approach the game and when they were down 16 and nothing they said morgan we didn't worry about it i don't look at the scoreboard and another thing that they say is uh, the offensive guys this is something that kind of really surprised me is the offensive guys would were were congratulating and praising Brent Venable, a defensive coach. No, interesting. And I said, I said, uh, you're not talking about your position coach. You're talking about Coach V, the guy on the other side. They said, yeah, we wouldn't be who we are today if Coach Venables didn't try to kill us in practice. This is Sean Pollard saying this. <laughs> we, we, I wouldn't be who I am today if Coach Venables didn't try to kill me in practice. I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, I know I can't take one play off in practice because Coach Venables takes pride in shoving it down our throats and making us look ridiculous, making us look stupid. He wants 
the defense to win every single day he goes out and he sends them out on the field, even though it's in the indoor practice field facility or outside, right outside yeah. the stadium there. And so they said, hey, I, they said, you know, um, big-time elite teams, yeah, we, we don't always – we don't play them every single week, week in and week out like we, we wish we could, but we do in practice. Yeah, I mean, uh, Clemson, biggest option, who are they playing each week? They're playing Clemson, right? And you also look at those practices. That, that can be the most difficult personnel that they match up with. All right, starting to wrap things up with uh, Morgan Thomas from the Morgan Thomas Show. All right, Morgan, so I'm interested. How do you watch a ball game? Do you have a particular chair that you're in? Are you a superstitious guy? Do you eat during the game? Do you not eat? What's kind of your game day you know, system that you've got going on as we prepare for Monday night? <laughs> well, eating before a game day, I, I, I definitely don't, uh, I don't go without eating. I, I definitely do that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so you eat during the game, right? Some people are going to nervously snack the whole game. Some people don't want to eat anything yeah. during the game. Uh, I would say I, I, I snack. I haven't, I, my stomach is pretty, pretty strong. I was in the army, so I kind of got to feel <laughs> to kind of uh, get me through. But I'll tell you, there's some times where I'm very nervous. Uh, a lot of times I will, so I have a few things. Before the game, I have a little mini Howard's Rock I like to rub for good Nice. Luck. Okay. And uh, I, like to, I like to run down the stairs from upstairs to downstairs like the hill. You know, no. Are you like serious? Recreate. The, no, I'm just kidding. But it, Okay. It, God, I was about to say, come on, man. That is a great idea, though. <laughs> no, I, I say I'm kidding. But, yeah, you know, that's the kind of fan I am. I know, I know my whole family, they, they have all their little superstitions. But I'll tell you. I, I like to have something on me, and I won't, I won't mention what it is on live radio, but something on me that is the opponent's color because okay. I just feel like, I, feel like uh, I, I wore all orange for, for the, the year that Deshaun lost the national championship. I wore all orange in every single game, and I said, okay, I'm going to change it up, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to change one thing to the opponent's color. So I have something that's red, blue, uh, Carolina blue. I have gold. I have every color of the ACC ready, and uh, so I try to I try to make sure that I have something with me. I don't know why. It's just something uh, something different. But um, and and when it's third down, I'm usually in a three point stance in front of the team. You know, of course you are. XT. Uh, there we I'm go. Ready to sack the sack the quarterback. That's awesome stuff, as always. Uh, Morgan Thomas from the Morgan Thomas Show. Hey, uh, one final question for you. So usually we can catch you on Monday nights at 8.30. Obviously, we're all going to be a little busy next Monday night at 8.30. What's your plan for your show next week? No no traditional show next week, but I will be close to the computer and close to my setup. And a lot of my fans last Monday night said, hey, if Clemson wins, nobody in the upstate is going to go to bed. So jump on <laughs> and get online. Yeah. And I said, well, if, if, I'm, if I'm still, you know, if Clemson wins, that's what I look forward to do is to jump on uh, YouTube. Usually I do a post-game show on, on our YouTube channel, The Morgan Thomas Show. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll probably see it on Twitter as well. But uh, if Clemson wins, which I, I anticipate them winning by a touchdown, I don't, I don't pick actual points or score, but I'll say uh, I think Clemson will win by a seven points. And uh, if, so if that happens, when that happens, it might be midnight, but I'm going to jump on and talk about the Tigers and, and enjoy it with the rest of Clemson Nation. That sounds great, man. I'll be down at the game in New Orleans, so call me up, man. We'll celebrate together, okay? Sounds good. Awesome stuff, as always. It's Morgan Thomas from the Morgan Thomas Show. Again, you can catch him on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, everywhere that you can stream uh, your sports content. Just go to the Morgan Thomas Show and you can find him there. All right, coming up next, more talk about the Clemson LSU game. Got some interesting stats that I've been pulling this week. And coming up next hour, we're going to talk to uh, Joseph Talbert from Clemson Pros and Austin Pendergast, who's going to tell us a lot about Clemson's uniforms and the records they have when they wear different combinations. Great stuff coming up on the Mark Childress Show. No cars and trucks cost less than Traveler's Rest at George Coleman Ford. Did you also know George Coleman Ford is always looking to buy quality pre-owned vehicles from you? Even if you don't buy from them, they can make the process smooth and easy in buying your pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. It's the way George Coleman Ford has been doing business in Traveler's Rest for over 86 years and four generations. Whether buying from them or selling to them, trust in George Coleman Ford. Get a Bojangles two-piece bone-in dinner or a chicken supreme snack for just $3.99. Because if you're going to take out two birds with one stone, they ought to be delicious. It's bow time. Christmas has come and gone, but the bowl is quickly approaching. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. And if you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl game, MyBookie is where you want to go football not your thing no worries my bookies got it all they've got the fastest payouts best promotions and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team let's say you got a couple big favorites this week parlay wagers lets you bet multiple games together and if they all come through you win big my bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any sports book around if you join right now my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars that means if you deposit two thousand dollars you'll get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code RADIO to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code RADIO to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. You have cracks in your driveway, sidewalk, or settling pool decks? Why tear it out when you can lift it? Canty Foundation Specialists can raise concrete slabs back to its original position using our patented polylevel process. Call Canty today at 864 864- 475-1671. Don't replace it, raise it. 475-1671 or visit us at CantyFoundationSC.com. Are you able to navigate today's financial markets to secure your retirement future? The advisors at Kiwi Financial Group understand that you may reach a point in your life when you need answers to countless questions about retirement planning. The Kiwi Financial Group listens to your questions to understand your needs. Trust your financial future with the Kiwi Financial Group in Clemson. Call today at 654-5043 or online at kiwifg.com or visit our office on Pendleton Road next door to Max Driving. It may be getting cold outside, but the prices at the Mattress Outlet in Seneca are always hot. With several options in both Serta and Beautyrest, you're sure to find a mattress that's perfect for you. Save up to 70% when shopping the outlet and take your new mattress home today. Don't miss out on their year-end savings. Come shop and you can be cozy and warm for the holidays. The Mattress Outlet in Seneca, located across from Chick-fil-A in the old Walmart building. 
prepare to make your Taco Bell cravings come true with tantalizing acts like a trio of double stack tacos available in three bold flavors Nacho Crunch, Reaper Ranch, and Chipotle Cheddar, all for just $1 each. Dazzle your senses while you can with the $1 double stack tacos only on Taco Bell's Cravings Value Menu, where value never ceases to amaze. At participating U.S. locations for a limited time, prices may vary, tax extra. My Garage by Essex wants to extend a limited time offer on a free inspection to Roar listeners when they mention my name, Walt Deptula. Don't sleep on this. Offer ends August 16th. Do it now. Visit 551 Old Greenville Highway. The flagship station for Clemson football, 105.5 The Roar. You're scared. You cannot pay your credit cards. You cannot pay your medical bills. Someone suggests to you get consolidation, combining them all in one payment. Can you really afford that? Is there something else you can do? Call me and see if bankruptcy can help you. Call me, Robert King. Together we will look for a thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson and King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Thompson and King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. For over 30 years, one family has owned and operated Roto-Rooter, helping thousands of home and business owners like you. That's what they do 24-7, 365, with a real voice to talk to when your plumbing issues become their plumbing issues. Rest easy knowing Roto-Rooter is there for you, serving the upstate and western North Carolina for over 30 years. 288-7686, rotorooter.com. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And we go troubles down the drain. It's Dabo again. One of the fastest growing crimes these days is package theft. We're all ordering more online, and a stack of boxes on your front porch can be quite the temptation. Priority One Security provides the protection you need with their video doorbell system. You can record any movement or answer the door from your smartphone, no matter where you are. Priority One, trust in us. See us on the web at PriorityOneSecurity.com. That's Priority, the number one, Security.com. 888-407-SAFE. You've heard talk about Harbin Lumber's strong customer service and elite customer support. They know that time is make or break for you contractors and handymen. Harbin Lumber will walk you through the project from start to finish, providing your order in full and on time. Harbin Lumber will partner with you and find solutions that will not create costly issues and problems later. Call today at 353-5053. That's 353-5053. Harbin Lumber Company. All they need is an opportunity. They will earn the rest. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. To the Mark Childress Show. Thank you for joining us here. New time slot for me in 2020. I'll be Wednesday nights from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock. So uh, mark this on your calendars, however you remind yourself that I'm on. Uh, please uh, do that for this year. I won't be Tuesdays anymore. I will be Wednesday nights from 7 to 9. And again, we're simulcast, right? So you can listen to us on the Roar radio side. You can also go over to the Roar's Facebook page. I'm in the Prox Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. Participate with the show over there. See, uh, I guess, how the sausage is 
changes made behind the scenes because we uh, keep the video live during breaks. You can also jump in the Facebook comments and uh, talk to us there as well. I see some folks on the phone lines. Phone lines are open here for the rest of this segment. The Northland Communication phone line 654 7627. Please uh, feel free to jump on if you've got any questions. You want to talk about this big Clemson LSU game coming up. Couldn't be more excited about it. I did pull this stat uh, earlier today from Twitter. Betting on the national championship game continues to be lopsided on LSU. 79% of bets, 81% of the money wagered on LSU at Caesar Sportsbook. 82% of the bets, 89% of money wagered on LSU at the William Hill Books. This is almost unprecedented, to be honest with you. This is an incredible amount of the money and the bets going one way. And I've seen this spread as high as six points. I've seen it move anywhere between three and six points. So for you folks that don't bet or you know dabble in that area, you know LSU's favored by three to six points in this game, and they're still generating... This much and this big of a percentage of the bets, and the the line's not moving that much. So it's a really interesting dynamic. If you pay attention to this stuff, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So, uh, hey, I I do want to pull in. Uh, I've got two producers here that help me do this show. I've got Fax and Childress, if you're watching on Facebook, right behind these fancy televisions right here, helping me on the uh, TV side. And then on the radio side, back at Mission Control, Alex Wisnant. Alex, man, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm, I'm doing fantastic. Are you, uh, where's your head at on uh, LSU Clemson as we're starting to get uh, closer and closer? Five days and about a half hour from right now, we'll be kicking the ball off. You know, usually, Mark, uh, for these championship games that Clemson has been a part of, which that sounds so spoiled as a college football fan to <laughs> say championship games, plural. Which one? Yeah. I, I can't remember. There's it, so many. It, yeah. Exactly. Particularly the ones against Alabama. I, I always go into these games with such a sense of nervousness, like, ah, oh, there's so many ways that we could lose this game. And, This game I'm more just excited for just because I'm excited to see a different team on the other side more Mm -hmm. so than anything else. And LSU, as I've been telling people for much of this week, is a really fun team to watch. And actually, I I think they're they're a pretty likable team as well. Um, So I think it's just going to be really fun to kind of, much like the Ohio State game, just kind of get get in the weeds and really look at the matchups, look at, you know, Clemson's defensive backs against LSU's obviously very talented receivers and, and, and matches like that. I think this this uh, this game is a matchup heaven for, for people that enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, there's so many different dynamics, and uh, it feels like it's going to be a shootout like a couple of those. Really, the first two Alabama-Clemson games were shootouts, right, that uh, went down to pretty much who had the ball last. Um, only because you brought it up, I did pull this stat. Uh, this from uh, Dr. Clemson on Twitter, at Mike Mac. Mike McMahon, MD, uh, they have only been, there's only been four matchups of undefeated teams in the entire college football playoff six-year era. Clemson now will have played in all four of them, and they're currently 3-0. and So the only times that the undefeated teams have matched up, Clemson's come out on top three times with the fourth opportunity, I guess, coming up on Monday night. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah, I think Clemson, I think surprisingly to most people, I, I wouldn't have thought about it in that way, but they have thrived. In these, in the biggest of games, particularly against undefeated teams, especially uh, the past two years. Yeah. So, uh, are you thinking shootout? You know, uh, we'll get to predictions and things like that later. But uh, I'm seeing a lot of folks on the Facebook comments say 42-38, 41-35. You know, I, I typically when everybody's kind of going one place, 
I'll typically pivot off of that a little bit because usually the the main dynamic on a lot of these games I feel like doesn't exactly ring true perfectly. You know, my score I think is going to be a little bit closer to like 33-24 or something like that, a little bit lower scoring. But uh, in any of those instances, it's a lot of points. But are you thinking this could be uh, two teams in the 40s? I think this definitely could be. This this game could start out very much like the national championship game did last year where you had you know you had the Terrell pick six and then uh-huh. uh, Tua came right back with a str- with a strike to Judy and then Clemson came right back with a with a 64 yard strike to Higgins and then a and a run, touchdown run by ETN and just like the especially the first you know four or five drives were just so back and forth you thought this game could really yeah. end up in the 60s for both teams uh, <laughs> yeah potentially it was like 16 to 14 before the end of the first quarter I think it was crazy yep. right so I think this game could start out one of two ways either the offense is just dominate and nobody stopping anybody and it's just big play after big play uh-huh. or Nobody's scoring, and we're you know we're maybe getting a you know a few yards in a cloud of dust, and we're just it, the you know the first quarter is coming down to the field position game. I, honestly, cause I could see this this game going either of those ways, just because it's a championship game. There's going to be nerves. I don't expect execution to be pitch perfect from uh-huh. from the kick, from kickoff. Um, but I just lean just because of the the talent and skill of these offenses. I I lean towards towards it being a. a I hesitate to shoot, say shoot up, but I definitely think there will be. I, I'm an adventure to say there's more scoring in this game than there was in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, we've got another person jumping on Facebook now saying 48-38. You know, it'd be interesting that Alabama game and the Ohio State game, in my opinion. Uh, the Alabama game, of course, for the national title last year, and then Ohio State from the Fiesta Bowl a couple weeks ago, were actually a lot more similar than I think people realize, right? Alabama moved the ball all game long in the national title game against Clemson last year, and they would get down into the red zone, and what would happen? They'd get bottled up. But they went for it on fourth down a couple of times and didn't get it. You know, they ran a fake field goal and didn't get it. They didn't just kick every time when they were down there. Um, they did some different things with it. So it was that Clemson red zone defense that really shut down Alabama in the national title game last year and shut down Ohio State here. I kind of get the feeling, man, that Brent Venables is going to find some ways to make it happen this year also, and that's going to be end up being the difference. And that's why I think when you get to the shootout aspect of it, is LSU going to take some field goals there and, and lower that overall score a little bit? But, uh, but who knows, man? I, I like the way that you put it. Um, I would argue that this is a likable LSU team. I think this is the cockiest team with LSU that we have seen in any of the college football playoff games up to this point. And uh, I realize that uh, Ogeron's uh, really likable. Joe Burrow seems like a good guy, and he's likable. But uh, before that Oklahoma game, I don't know if you saw the stuff that was coming out in the press. I mean, guys were sitting in, like, big-time press conferences and saying things like, I don't think Oklahoma's line is very good. I don't think their running backs are very good. Just the type of things that I'm not really used to hearing, especially from college athletes. So I think this LSU team's super cocky. Do you not feel that way? I do feel that way, but in a way that kind of backs it up because OU yeah. obviously had a horrendous performance, so their comments actually played out on the field. So I have no problem with, with players making those comments when you can back those comments up. The problem is yeah. when you have players like a Texas A&M player that guaranteed an upset against Clemson in September and they ended up getting mm-hmm. dominated. I have yeah. problems when players make comments like that that are unsubstantiated by, by your play on the field. Uh, so and I, honestly... As far as the comments themselves, I kind of find it refreshing. I mean, I'm all for the the interesting the, the 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 PC. Oh yeah, they're they're a great team. They they deserve to be here. Honestly, if you if you see that they're not, they don't really deserve to be here, and they may not be a top 15 team. I'd rather you say it. I'd rather you be honest. 
I see what you're saying. You know, I'm an old guy, man. You're a young guy. I'm, I'm a little bit older than you, so maybe it's just grumpy old man talking here. But for whatever reason on the college side, I just feel like the in-your-face aspect of it or the cockiness aspect of it should be left out. That's just been the way that I've always felt about it. On the pro side, say whatever you want. You want to run your mouth, talk smack, say the other team stinks. I don't care. In college, I feel like that there needs to be, I don't know, a little bit more maturity aspect of it. I, I don't know. I've just always felt that way. Uh, some of the stuff they've been doing has been rubbing me the wrong way. I haven't seen anything like that about this Clemson team this week. I haven't heard them coming out and taking shots at individuals or you know, saying Clemson's overrated or any of those things like that. So, uh, so it'll be interesting and uh, something to keep our eyes on. All right. Hey, uh, let me tell you about my good buddy, uh, Rivers Whitmire. Uh, Rivers with J.W. Martin Real Estate. He is a fantastic real estate agent that focuses on Lake Hartwell and Lake Kiowee, but he can help you buy a home, sell a home anywhere in the upstate of South Carolina. So reach out to Rivers Whitmire, 864-752-5545. Give him a call uh, at that number or find him on Facebook, Rivers Whitmire-Realtor. Again, Rivers Whitmire, 864-752-5545. If you have any type of question about the real estate market in the upstate of South Carolina, give him a call and he can help you out. All right, uh, coming up in the next hour of the show, right after the break, we'll have Joseph Talbert from at Clemson Pros on Twitter and Austin Pendergast at AP13 on Twitter to talk Clemson uniforms with us. This is the Mark Childress Show. Safe at home plate in the Priority One Security Studios. You're clear. WAHT AM 1560 Calpens. No problem. WCCP FM 1055 Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. You know cars and trucks cost less than travelers rest at George Coleman Ford. Did you also know 